Coming to you from 8122 Production Studios in the heart of the 607, this is Horror Zone 607. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And remember, you can always join the conversation using hashtag HZ607. to Horror Zone 607. It's lucky episode number 7. We're coming to you live from 8122 Production Studios in the heart of the 607. I'm your host, Mike C. With me, as always, he's the president of the Hulk Hogan fan club, Rich. Uh, I'm vice president, because technically Derek from the Three Fenders (laughs) podcast is the president. Ah. But always great to be here with all of you horror fans. And also with us, as always, he is the owner of 8122 Production Studios, He's our friend Ron. Hey, what's going on, people? All right, did you guys have a good Thanksgiving? Oh, it was awesome. We're, yeah. You're asking two fat guys if you had a good Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> I worked too much. You worked too much? I had way too much overtime. Uh, <laughs> not enough turkey? Not enough turkey. It's, uh, it's still in the fridge downstairs. Ladies and gentlemen, true story, not all superheroes wear capes. But I told Ron I'd buy him one if he wants. <laughs> Just so. put a sheet on the back of your shirt and works for me. Yeah. No I cape. think you can no, fly. No capes. <laughs> <laughs> they frown upon that at his job. Yes. Well, you're always a superhero in my book, buddy. Yeah, thanks. All right, so as always, we're going to start out with some horror movie news. uh, Or horror news, I should say. Uh, The very first thing uh, that we're going to talk about. So, the Satanic Temple. They sued the production company that runs The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina on Netflix for $50 million. A quick settlement was reached. Uh, So... Basically, here's the gist of what's going on. Again, it has a settlement's been reached with this. Um, the terms are the Satanic Temple gets their name in the credits of the series going forward and an undisclosed amount of money. <laughs> the statement that they had, uh, the, the reason for this lawsuit, you guys are going to love this. The Satanic Temple feels that the Chilling Adventures misappropriated their imagery, using it to represent evil deeds that do not reflect their values. You know, I go into my <laughs> social political thing quite a bit on this show. And you know that I'm right about how how bad the social political environment is right now in the United States based upon the fact that even the Satanists are suing people. You know, wasn't it wasn't it like part of like the say like Satanism isn't a isn't praising Satan. No. Satanism is just most of them are atheists, so they yes. don't believe in God or Satan. And they're supposed to believe in like things like free love, yes. uh, free enterprise, uh, pretty much like almost socialism, but they don't care if you make money or not, just as long as you're a good human being. Because whatever yeah. energy you put out, you get back. Yes. That's what they believe. It's yes. kind of like a Wiccan thing. Uh, so here we are in the year 2018, and they've kind of abandoned that to go to, <laughs> hey, we would like some of that money too. And I just don't, I don't get it. But good, good for them. They probably got a few bucks. They got their name out there. They'll be able to put it on flyers and stuff. I, I, I good for them. I, I know that there's a war amongst the Satanists because that's the uh, the Church of Satan, the Anton Lavey star that's yeah. out of San Francisco doesn't agree with anything that this sect is doing at no. all. Because uh, they believe in Satanism in its purest. Uh, <laughs> it's just a weird thing to be talking about in 2018 that the Satanists have lost their minds. Because <laughs> <laughs> of Trump. 
It is because of Trump. He's probably, uh, we're, we're not going to go down that avenue. So one thing I've always said that from the time that I started this website is we're going to keep politics out of it. So I won't even go down that road, break my own rule. All right. So the next order of business here is uh, Sony Marvel has teased two dates for 2020, um, July 10th, 2020, and then October 2nd, 2020. It's presumed that the first one is going to be the release date for Morbius, which it's rumored that Jared Leto will be playing Morbius. Uh, I don't know if it's rumored. I think that they've, no, all, that, they've all said, yeah, they confirmed it. Jared Leto is Morbius. Ah, okay. Yeah. Uh, the other one, it's presumed that it's going to be the sequel to Venom. Which should feature Carnage, a.k.a. spoiler alert for those who haven't seen it yet, uh, Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Woody Harrelson with red hair was scary enough. That, I don't. I don't really need the CGI. <laughs> yeah, well, did, did you see it yet or no? Yes, oh, I did. Yeah. I did. It was. Uh, it was. It was, it was weird. I enjoy. I enjoyed it. Oh, but I did at too. the same point, juncture, I think Woody Harrelson with red hair is creepy enough that you don't need the CGI. Just yeah. have him have red hair, and I'm creeped yeah, out. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird when he walked in on that. Yeah, I, I've never. I don't. I. I don't have anything against gingers. Obviously, Derek from Three FN <laughs> is my best friend, and, and he's a ginger through and through. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Woody Harrelson with red hair is weird. It's just weird. He, he, I, it was even creepier. Like it, Now I wish they would have made uh, no. Natural Born Killers. Oh, They shouldn't have had him with a shaved head. He should have had red hair. Yes. Because now now that's the buried lead that for them. Yeah. Now they're probably, now I bet you Oliver Stone is like, damn it. I would have <laughs> only made him a ginger. <laughs> uh, one of the other rumored movies that I guess could be filling one of the slots here. Now, I'm not familiar with this because uh, I'm a lot less of a comic book fan than you guys are, but uh, Craven the Hunter. Ronald has a, a, an abundant amount of knowledge about uh, Craven the Hunter, more than I do. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> he d- he's just a dude that's for going for the ultimate hunt, and he finally goes after Spider-Man. It's one of the better story arcs uh, that brings... It, every time it happens, like the last story arc was Craven... Uh, Spider-Man got back in black for the first time. In the and got a black suit again, and then just started wrecking face. So it he just goes for the ultimate hunt. He's kind of a the evil version of Punisher. If there's a, <laughs> I, I would have I liked it better when you said the poor man's version of Punisher. We were off there. or a poor, <laughs> poor man's version of Punisher. Either way, because he kind of is. And I mean, I have nothing against Craven. And I I, I think you're right. Certain storylines that he's been involved in were really oh, really good. Yeah. Uh, however, he, he like the character is not definitely no, an he, original character. It definitely is kind of like the Punisher if the Punisher was like yeah. a game hunter. Yeah. Uh, but that's where he is. He's not. I, I don't even know if I caught him as a villain. I mean, he is in a way, but I feel like he's just all about trying to get that big hunt, and his big hunt in his mind is Spider-Man. Yeah. So. There was even one where they faked, Spider-Man faked his death. Oh. <laughs> there was a couple good story arcs with him. It, but his story, his his comics were never really good by himself. Yeah, you know, maybe it'll be big news once it gets closer, if that's what they end up going with. So we can definitely talk more about it when the time comes. Um, so the next thing on the list, we've spent the last couple of episodes talking a whole lot about Child's Play, the remake, the series that's going to be coming out that's uh, based on, that's a continuation of the original series, the whole war that's going on and that all, all of that stuff. Too much uh, Child's Play. A little too much Child's Play. Well, there's more Child's Play news. Oh. Uh, a director by the name of Tony Biz has made a pretty sizable... Uh, budget. I, I don't know what the budget is, but it looks cool. There was a teaser trailer that came out for a fan film that's coming called Charles. Uh, I did post that on the Horror Zone 607 website uh, recently. 
Uh, it, you know, it's a little teaser trailer. It's maybe two minutes long. Creepy. Looks good. Uh, you know, something I'm, I'm more interested in seeing that than I am the remake. Uh, yeah, I'm going to check it out. You told me about it, and I, I haven't had time to check it out yet. I'm a big... Uh, actually, we're all here pretty big on checking out these fan-made films. Oh, yeah. We've definitely supported a bunch of them, whether they're small and tongue-in-cheek or big and, like, uh, never hike alone, which I really dug. Uh, I, I think that... Uh, you know what? As a person who's doing, if you will, DIY uh, art, you know, and also obviously in the podcast world, it's always good to put it out there and give credit to guys who are doing their own thing and their own art and doing it themselves. So uh, kudos to them. And I'm going to definitely check it out. Take your word for it. That was really good. I, I like the storyline. I think that I'll be great. And we look forward in the future to definitely supporting more guys. So I would throw it out there even if uh, – you're a indie filmmaker. You're making fan films or just making indie films. Go ahead and hit us up. Uh, Facebook's Horizon Six Hundred Seven uh, on Twitter at Horizon Six Hundred Seven, or even uh, sometimes if yeah, the, I don't know if we our email how public our email is. Even if you want to send it, you can go ahead and we'll say we'll just throw it out there. Just send it to the Three Fat Nerds uh, email. And we'll definitely get it over, and that would be Three Fat Nerds Pod at Gmail dot com. And that way, you know, we can get anything that you guys want out there. So anybody listening that has any kind of art, I don't care if it's you know music, uh, movies, art, books, comic books, whatever, man. We'll we're we're about we're about helping out the community, and you know, so go ahead and throw it out to us, and we'll definitely make that one happen. Oh, that'd be amazing. You know, that's one of the things too. You know, we, we've been featuring music lately. Get us your music. Get us yeah. these fan movies. No matter how big the budget, how little the budget, we want to promote you. You know, one of the things I said off air to these guys, you know, when this whole thing started was uh, a lot. Of, I had a lot of support. I had a support from Three Fat Nerds. I had a lot of support from the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour and those guys over there. You know, I wouldn't be doing this show if it wasn't for you guys. And uh, I want to pay it forward. So anything yeah. that we can do to help you guys out, let us know. It's get a us big, your material. It's a big community, and if we all act like a community, we can all get it out there and more people eyes on it, and that's just great. And I know, you know, sometimes, you know, for most of us, making some of this stuff is not even monetary. We're making it because it's art, and we just want to do it, and, uh, you know, and sometimes it is monetary either way. And we'll, we're willing to help either way for, you know, any artist out there that's putting out some art. Um, yeah, we were, we were joking about it on the 3FNW podcast, uh, the wrestling podcast we do over at 3 Fat Nerds, that uh, I've started using the hashtag 607 podcast to talk about us and ODPH and Horizon 607 and 3FN. And it's kind of really fun because we got to talk about it because of wrestling. We had a wrestling show over at your house, Mike, see? Yeah. So there was literally me and you both do the Horizon 607, plus I'm part of 3 Fat Nerds, and then we had Ken M from ODPH there, so it's kind of like that... Three hashtag, worlds collide. Yeah, it's that hashtag 607 podcast. So not only do we all support each other and put each other out there, we actually all do actually hang out in real life. So it's not like, it's not just a gimmick. It's everybody is for each other, but we're all together as well. Yeah, we So really it's just are. nice It's nice to see. And once again, I know that over at ODPH, they love spreading the love to other people too. So get your stuff to any of us, honestly. I mean, you can find us all on Facebook. You know, that's probably the easiest one to get things to. Horizon 607, Three Fat Nerds Podcasts. ODPH, look for any of them on, on Facebook, you'll find them. And, you know, like I said, or Twitter, same difference. I mean, get them out there. We'll always plug that part. So, guys, we'll take in everything that you want to give us and put it out in the world for you because, hey, we believe in supporting people. So We do. These fan films are getting one. bigger, too. These, you oh, know, in, in shorts, if it's a short, get us a short. We, you know, uh, we want to play it. And uh, it kind of leads me to the next piece of news on here, too, because mm -hmm. there is a short 
like it's a it's a horror comedy short that's uh, had four episodes now. Uh, episode four was recently um, promoted on bloodydisgusting.com. It's uh, it's kind of a spoof on the child's play Chucky thing. It's called Playtime, and instead of a killer doll named Chucky, it's a killer doll named Billy who's basically in the same world as Chucky, but he's kind of like a washed-up has-been actor, and he's trying to find work, <laughs> wants to kill people, wants to make movies doing it, and uh, with CGI and you know the, the advancements in technology, he can't find any work. Um, episode 4 was just released a couple of days ago, and basically this one's kind of a play on The Bride of Chucky. You can uh, find them on YouTube, you said, right? Yeah, you can find them on YouTube as well. Um, so, again, it's called Playtime. It's actually an Academy Award-winning studio that's doing it. Um, the name of the studio is called Studio ADI, uh, and uh, it's excellent. It's so much fun. It's I, hilarious. I, when you told me about this in our production meeting, I'm like, I have to see this. <laughs> so I guarantee tonight I will be watching all four episodes and uh, keeping tuned. So, yeah, check those guys out. Like, it sounds phenomenal. I like how it sounds. Billy is getting kind of close to Buddy, though. It's kind of in between the two. I'm just saying. I maybe, like Billy better than Buddy, though. I, Billy, Billy's kind of cool. I, I like Billy, too, because Billy sounds like badass, but he doesn't. Yeah. And also, I'm just saying... If you guys over there at uh, Playtime there, you might might want to get that lawsuit ready, man. A la the church is saying. <laughs> I think you need to take your stuff back because uh, MGM is looking to kill everything. They really are. But you know, uh, it kind of goes along with what we were saying, though. These shorts are getting hot. Uh, you know, uh, Our friend Courtney Gaines was just in a short. He plugged that on our podcast yeah. when he, we did our interview. So he was just in a short. Uh, a lot of celebrities are, are, are on to this. And he said that that short was one of the favorite things he's ever done. Yeah. And it was only four minutes long. But he said it was one of the most deep emotional things he's ever done. Uh, like I said, we just plugged him in and go, Never Hike Alone. Never Hike Alone is like an hour and some change. An hour and yeah. change. But, I mean, at it the end excellent. of it, spo- oh, spoiler so alert. Good. I don't want to spoil it really for anybody, but... Spoiler alert! At the end, Tommy Jarvis makes an appearance, man. Oh yeah, so it's Tom not like Matthews. A, yeah, it's, and it's not like so. It's not a movie that's a throwaway movie. It was a fan film. It was awesome. Check the movie out. You it need had to see a budget. It looks it good. Budget. It, looks, it slick. looks amazing. It's a great storyline. It's something that you could have seen in that universe, and it's better than a lot of things they've done in that universe in recent memory. But on top of it, it ties in a real person. Tommy Jarvis is in the movie as Tommy Jarvis and it's the actor that played Tommy Jarvis. You're, you know, so these these fan films aren't always just, you know, cheeky, not, you know, budgeted things. And even some of the ones that don't have a huge budget, they still look amazing, man. I've seen some really good stuff out there. They did the Freddy Krueger one where Freddy was human. Oh yeah, he, where he's being uh interrogated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I actually played that at one of my horror festivals that I do in October every year, so, so. We're looking to spotlight some of this stuff. We're going to keep our eyes on the community, obviously, and spotlight it. But once again, if you are a creator of all that content, can't stress enough. Uh, we'll find, we'll try to find your stuff and spotlight it anyways, because that's what we're going to do here. But if you want to make it easier on us and yourselves and, and, and also have a voice to be heard, because maybe we can do an interview with you, or if we can't do an interview, at the very least, we could do, like, you know, you could tell us what you want us to get across, and we can do that for you as well. Hit us up. HorrorZone607 on, on uh, Facebook, at HorrorZone607 on Twitter and Instagram. Always use the hashtag HZ607 to join our conversation. And if you would prefer to email it, like I said, at HorrorZone, our public email isn't so public, so we'll just go with uh, Three Fat Nerds one. So it's threefatnerdspod at gmail.com if you want to send it that way because some people prefer to send their links that way. So any way you want to do it. But, yeah, join our conversation. How do you feel about the news stories we just talked about? How do you feel about anything else? Remember, join our conversation. Hashtag HD607 because we want to hear from you, the fans, along with any creators. Thanks a lot, Rich. Appreciate it. Uh, so that's going to be the – any other news, actually, uh, that you guys 
have for me this week? Uh, the only thing I had is I saw a little article that uh, they're uh, remaking uh, Maniac Cop, and <laughs> the director has said that they're going to go in a different direction, and my first question was, oh, say, it's going to be good. Because the first ones, if you've ever seen the Maniac Cop movies, they were not so good. So if they're going in a direct, different direction, hooray for us, because they might be good. Uh, so that was the only thing that I saw out there this week that kind of made me chuckle. But no, I think you covered everything else, Mike. <laughs> you know, actually, if we're going to talk about remakes, there was one other one that I had my eye on and that was in the news. Uh, it's a lesser-known slasher movie from 1981. Um, it was called Madman. It's mm-hmm. basically it's another summer camp movie. Um, it was low budget. It wasn't as good as some of the other ones that were done, like Friday the 13th or uh, The Burning. Or Sleepaway Camp. Or Sleepaway Camp. But it was kind of in that same era. Um, basically, it's about this legend of this uh, killer called Madman Mars. And um, the producer of that movie has written a script for a remake. So uh, I guess it's already done. Uh, he wants to get that in motion. It'd be kind of cool to see what they do with that. Awesome. So it's a lesser-known movie, like I said, but it was actually it was entertaining. It was one of those so bad it was good. I'm game to see that, and it's got a great killer name. <laughs> Madman Mars. Madman, yeah. I like it. Yeah. Kids sitting around the fireplace telling ghost stories. I believe that actually does happen, and there's a character by the name of T.P., in the movie, he actually has a belt buckle that has TP on it. We always joke about that. So we, yeah, about I'm that. hoping TP makes a comeback. Hashtag TP. I forgot about that. Actually. So we have TP. We have Madman Mars. Yeah, they have great names. <laughs> I'm saying, do you need? We need to support this because if he's remaking this movie and it's got the great names, support it. Oh yeah, and it, the original one's out on Blu-ray now because I just bought. My friend Sean loves that movie right. loves it we laugh about it all the time we watched it one day when it was on something and we dvr'd it and uh we it, it's one of those like ongoing jokes that so we always have so check it out he's probably got on amazon yeah. as well it is yeah, yeah, yeah i believe it probably amazon, is actually so go ahead and search it on amazon you could probably own it for like 4.99 read it for 4.99 own it for 5.99 do that's it usually that's usually what the rates yeah. are yep yeah so, that's worth awesome. checking out and that way you guys will know what it's about when the remake hits uh, only other news I actually do have here, um, Netflix coming in December, a couple of horror movie classics that are going to be out there. Uh, if you've never seen them, check them out. The original uh, Christine, which is a, another John Carpenter classic. So good. The original My Bloody Valentine, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Get a jump start on the on the whole Valentine's Day a couple months early. Bride of Chucky is going to be on there. And if you've never seen Shaun of the Dead, <laughs> oh, where yeah. have you been? You've been under a rock. Watch Shaun of the Dead. It's going to be on Netflix. And then uh, those are coming December 1st. December 30th is a one that a lot of people may not know yet, but it was actually excellent. It's called The Autopsy of Jane Doe. That's going to be December 30th that that's coming. So that was an excellent movie, too. Creepy. I just got to say, what's up with Netflix not putting out awesome movies for the Halloween month of October, but waiting until December? Because I think they figure everybody else is doing it. Ah, possibly. And, and possibly. Why, push, why push try to fight with it then when you can just do it a couple months later when... People are sick of the Christmas movies and Christmas music. They just want to see slashers. True. I got you. I, 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 I would do That's the reason why I would do it. Yeah. And plus, you got what? Like, uh, The Leprechaun Returns comes out on Netflix or something? Uh, it's not on Netflix. It's oh, coming to video demand. on demand. On demand. So, yeah. And that is all December 12th, I want to say. Uh, I remember the 12th, yeah. If I remember yeah. correctly, it's the 12th. Uh, and we're waiting to see that one. That yeah. one will be a movie review that we do on top of a lot of other movie reviews we do. Yeah, that's going to be a movie night over at my house. Oh, so, definitely. I, I, <laughs> and everybody's I invited. I need to see that. Yeah, you hear that fan? You're invited. We'll give you the address later. No, I'm, joking. <laughs> I'm joking. We don't have that much room. I joke, I joke, I kid, I kid. We'd love to hang out with you. Maybe sometime we'll have a movie night in a more public format. We'll promise that later on. We'll, hey, yeah, we, I got some. We, got we, some we have a spot for, for that. that. We, got, we have a spot. We, we have a sponsor. We, we might have two spots for that, actually. We might have a couple. So, anyways, that's later on. We'll get to that later people 
But that's the one, it won't be in December. December's a big month for us. Got a lot going on. A lot going on. A lot going on. So uh, we're kicking on out of the news, huh? Yeah, that's all I got for this week. Uh, again, join the conversation. Hashtag HZ607. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Horizon607. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Horror Zone 607. Of course, we're going into this next segment here. And uh, I, I've, I've kind of toyed around with calling it uh, uh, Talking Horror. Oh, man, because I'm such a creative being. <laughs> <laughs> and even further this week, we're going to kind of do a little spoof on a segment that we do on 3FN. And 3FN, during Talking Nerd, we sometimes do this segment we call Nerd Files. So we were actually kind of going through things, and me and Mike came across this awesome article uh, that was done by Graveyard Shift, which is done by Ranker, which is what we use for our Nerd File stuff. And I'm like, man, kind of steal the idea and do Horror Files. Okay, it's not really stealing if I'm doing it for myself, so... We, we thought it would be cool because it was on Halloween. It's 12. I don't think we're going to do the 12th one, so I think we're only going to do 11. But 11 plausible, the article itself is 12 plausible fan theories about the Halloween franchise. And some of them were really good. Some of them were a little outstretched. But we'll let you be the judge, and we're also going to kind of rule weigh in on what we think. And, uh, of course, we got to thank Ranker and, of course, their sub their horror division graveyard shift for making up these awesome article this awesome article and other awesome articles so check those guys out i'm sure that we'll probably try to do this again because it's a lot of fun and once again we want to hear what you guys think too so make sure you uh hit us up on all of our social medias facebook twitter instagram hashtag hc607 join our conversation let us know what you think about these plausible or unplausible uh fan theories about the halloween franchise so the very first one on this list, and uh, I think this is plausible, that Dr. Loomis is actually the same Loomis from Psycho. Of course, if you remember the classic movie Psycho, the boyfriend of uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's mother, who was, who was, as we know, was the uh, did the famous shower scene, her boyfriend tries to save her, but of course, she's already dead. His name, his last name was Loomis. It's Sam Loomis. It is. It's Sam Loomis. The same as Dr. Sam Loomis. So what they're saying is that is it plausible that after he failed to save his girlfriend, he didn't decide, hey, I'm going to fight these psychos and become a doctor of psychiatry and then work in a house where he could fight them. And of course, does the combat with the great legendary Michael Myers? I don't know. I think it's plausible. I think that'd be a cool Hollywood tie in, especially because, you know, you have the daughter and, you know, the mother and daughter duo there that were in both movies. And then you would have this other connection to Psycho. So we'd have two connections to Psycho. 
Yeah, you know, the only thing that, and I'm, I'm, I'm thinking too much about this when I say this, the only thing that, that wouldn't make that theory go is the fact that Doc Loomis in Halloween is British. He wasn't British in Psycho. Maybe he took classes. Maybe he went to college in Oxford. Well, you know, sometimes, sometimes when you when you get intellectual on a level that you would have to be to be like the genius of a psychiatrist, sometimes it just sounds more smart in, in British accent. It does. So maybe he just <laughs> he developed that just to make, make himself sound smarter. Maybe that's all that it is. Or like I said, maybe he took. Maybe I don't know about you England. guys, but when I watch YouTube and I see a, a video done by somebody in Britain, like from Great Britain, I'm always <laughs> like, man. They know what they're talking about. And they might not, but the British accent gets me every time. They sound it. a lot smarter. Sound a lot smarter than us, especially, you know, yeah, yeah. we're not going to get into that. <laughs> so how about you, Ron? Do you think it's plausible or not plausible? It sounds kind of cool. It sounds like it sounds like uh, fan theory that, sh- that people would want to be connected. But uh, oh, it probably isn't. But yeah, that'd be kind of cool. I'm sure that they kind of got the name possibly from there. Because if you think about it, they already, they always had that connection. Between, you know, because of Jamie Lee Curtis. So they always had the connection to Psycho. Maybe it was more of uh, the writers, John Carpenter. Oh, John Carpenter did it as an homage. Tongue, I mean, he's yeah, been... Tongue in cheek. Yeah, he's, he's talked about that openly going all the way back to 1978. That's where he got the character's there you name go. from. So then that makes perfect sense. But it would be great if it was the same character. Let's be honest. There would yeah. be a built-in story. So the number two thing on their list is that Michael Myers has a congenital insensitivity to pain also known as CIP, which is a real medical condition. And I kind of think in the, the latest Halloween movie, they've kind of confirmed this, that basically there's certain people who, because of receptors in their brains and their nerve endings, do not feel pain as much. A lot of them, as we know, join freak shows and so on and so forth because they have no feeling. Uh, so it is plausible, but all these years later, when people are like, well, how does he take all that damage? Well, if he doesn't feel pain like a normal person, it would make sense. Yeah, that one I think is extremely plausible. I would have thought that that's what was going on with him in the first place. Yeah. No, yeah, exactly. I think that the science, I think that this list, because this list came out before the newest movie, I think that science finally, with the move, the newest movie and with this, science is finally catching up. They're like, hey, it is plausible, because he's pretty much the only killer, and to an extent, that wasn't supernatural. Yeah. It does get a little funky at the end, but up until a certain point in the series, he was not really supernatural. He survived things that, you know, even like getting blown up, if you will. And two, Dr. Loomis also survives that. So it's plausible. He survived as well. Absolutely. Number three, this one's fun. And this will tie into one of your loves. It says that Michael Myers childhood mask, you know, the clown mask that he dons when he kills his sister, when he's six years old, that childhood mask was made by the silver shamrock company. Oh, So, for fans out there who don't know, uh, Halloween 3 season of The Witch, the one that doesn't have Michael Myers in it, the storyline revolves around the Silver Shamrock uh, Company, who makes Halloween masks, and of course, they make kids' heads melt, if you will. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The best way to describe it without spoiling the movie too bad. If it wasn't named Halloween, I would be with Mike and saying that it was a great horror movie, but because it's called Halloween 3, kind of taints it a little bit because there's no Michael Myers. But how do you feel about this? Mike, especially says your love for uh, Season of the Witch, maybe Michael Myers was the first, uh, you know, connection. Silver Silver Shamrock made the mask. It made him go crazy. Style and then yeah, it had a misfire. I believe the article said when I read it, there was there's uh, the theory is that there was a misfire with the mask and it caused him to basically do what he did. Um, I I'm actually surprised that this wasn't something that they did in the series at some point. Yeah, maybe the new one. Um, they wanted to go back to the original and have all these Easter eggs and they even showed the silver shamrock masks in the new one. 
why didn't they do this? Yeah, exactly from the article, just so I can read because you said it from the article. The article says, according to this theory, the clown mask that Michael Myers wears at the beginning of the original Halloween is a beta test of the mask that we see in Halloween 3. The mask grants him immortality, that's why he can't be killed, but it has the unintended side effect of making him go crazy and kill his family and just about any other random person in his path. So that was the theory. I think it's a cool theory. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, I mean, if they're going to continue on with another movie that's going to follow the new one that just came out, why not throw it in there? It doesn't even have to be a big story to it, but I don't know. Halloween 3 needs more love. It needs more (laughs) love. It needs to be tied back into the series somehow so people hate it less. (laughs) I know it's 40 years after the fact at this point, but tie it in. It would make a good storyline. Right on, right on. Moving on with this list, though. The fourth thing on the list... Uh, Michael Myers is autistic. Now, before you dismiss it, I kind of read this and was like, huh, kind of makes sense. As we know, autism, uh, generally people who are autistic, uh, are very strong in one aspect. I've even compared it because I have family, a family member who's autistic. So I, I've compared it to the fact that in math, because that's what his strong suit is, he's like a superhero. It's kind of like Rain Man, for lack of a better term. Like, he's that good. So, like... When you see the movie, when I see the movie Rain Man, I have a cousin, Brandon, who is very much the same. Like, you could drop stuff on the ground and he could probably count them just quick. He counts cards, playing cards against them, so that's why I don't play them in poker. True story, because he'll rob you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen somebody, like, when you saw a card carding, he couldn't count cards. It's, it's crazy. And uh, for his job, he's very, he's, a, he's, he's big in math and it's quick, like a calculator quick. So, most people, if you have any background with autis- autism, usually there's something that, that, autistic people are super strong and an almost superhero in it could be argued that michael myers is a superhero in killing i mean it's a stretch because i don't think that that's ever been seen in the real world but once again this is a movie and he doesn't he doesn't talk which some people uh, that are artistic don't speak also he seems to have a problem with noises and lights because if you notice during the movies he kind of shies away from bright lights and, and loud noises which is also something that, you know, century, you know, if century sensitive autistic people stay away from. But maybe his special trait is killing. So, I mean, it's plausible. It's plausible. I like it. I think I think they went deep on the science on this, quite honestly, because that was pretty cool. This one right here, I think it, it definitely is plausible. I think it's true to an extent, but I don't know if the, but their argument is kind of strange. They said, number five, Michael Myers is a force of nature. Basically saying that he is a way that nature is balancing itself out with evil. And I'm like, well, no duh. Like, I, don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't get how that's a theory. That, I, I'd put that more for uh, Jason. Yeah, 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 that, 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 yeah. I feel more of that for for Jason's like, more of a killing machine. Yeah, but more a force of nature because he, he's the moral crusader out of the group. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this next one is, and I'll read a little bit of the article to give you like their take on it. Michael's purpose is to spread fear. I mean, once again, I kind of say. Mm. So, because he emerges on Sam Hain, Michael is imbued with supernatural powers, exists to scare people. His initial murder of his sister scared the town so badly that the house sat vacant for 15 years. Then, when people stopped being afraid, as demonstrated by Lori's fearless at walking up to the house and depositing the key, it was time for Michael to return. His purpose wasn't just to kill Lori, but to create a fear anew, which is why he built his own version of a haunted house at the Wallace's place. Which he kind of did. It kind of was yeah, a haunted house. Yeah, that is kind of what happened. I don't know if I agree necessarily with the theory behind it, but it's it's what happened. It's what happened. It kind of is what it is. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, I wasn't really agreeing with the theory as much yeah. as it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, uh, this one I think we're both going to like. Okay. 
because I we've had this discussion because we were talking about the original Halloween. I know my, actually we've talked about this too, Ron. So me, all of us, I think I've had talked about Doctor Loomis is the real villain. Oh yeah. <laughs> so basically, this what they're saying in in their uh, thing is that Doctor Loomis took a child who, if you remember, when Michael kills his sister in the original movie, Michael then sits outside and he kind of looks lost. Like, almost like remorse, if you will. Just not, like, it doesn't look like he's happy or joyed with killing. But then he goes into the care of Dr. Loomis, we find out from then on. And Dr. Loomis proceeds to tell the world how dangerous and evil and, and everything else Michael is. Well, if somebody told you that all the time, wouldn't you start becoming that? It Was it a little experiment by Dr. Loomis to see how he could be? Plus, how did he get escape? How did he escape? You know, are we led to believe that maybe Dr. Loomis had something to do with his escape? Hmm. A la the doctor in the newest Halloween movie. Was it Sartain? Yeah, Yeah, Sartain. Also, we all remember the scene from the original Halloween where the kids go up to the Myers house and Dr. Loomis is in the bushes and he scares the shit out of the kids and then chuckles to himself as he is pleased before the police officer scares him. (laughs) So, I don't know. Maybe it's plausible. Dr. Loomis might be the real villain of this movie. Mike, what do you think? You know, it never crossed my mind until I read that. Um, I have a hard time believing that because I like to think the Halloween was real. But uh, <laughs> I get so so involved with that movie and so immersed in the story that, uh, you know, I always thought of him as the ultimate good guy against the ultimate bad guy. But there's some points made with that. You know, it's 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 kind of not wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I'm good with it. <laughs> I don't like Loomis regardless, so. <laughs> <laughs> but this is also the same guy, Ron, I'm talking about, is also the same guy who thinks Dr. Xavier is, is, the, is, the, worst, is the worst evil in the world. <laughs> he's the worst, he's the freaking worst villain in Marvel history. <laughs> Nobody freaking believes me. Number eight. Michael can talk. I'm going to read their exact theory because it's small. In this theory, Michael Myers can and does talk. He blends in acting as several background characters throughout the series. Specifically in Halloween 4, he points out Ted Hollister in the bushes and gets the poor kid shot up. I mean, hey, he does love to lurk in the background of shots. (laughs) This one's a little far-fetched. I'm not going to... I can't agree with that one. You know, I'm not going to agree with the theory completely, but it would be kind of a cool subplot to find out this whole time that he was a background character. Well, it would be. I mean, that's where you kind of start going down the avenue, the behind the mask, the rise of Leslie Vernon. You know, he turns out to be kind of a wise guy. You know, so, you know, if that's what he was like in his in his off time. Right. You know? Yeah. I guess I guess I could see that. Maybe. It could happen. And like I said, it is kind of uh, weird that he's lurking in the background when the guy that's dressed like him gets shot in part four. Yeah. Somebody calls him out. Yeah, hey, I, I would see, want like, to I, see that. I would be, I would be the guy that if I was Michael Myers, I'd call him out because it distract everybody. Yeah. Like, there he is in the corner. I wouldn't want to see that happen. As interesting as as it could be, I think that dri- it would tarnish the series too right. much. So. I know, I get it, but but, but it's kind so of so him driving world. a car doesn't tarnish oh, anything. True. Yeah. <laughs> like, Where did he get driving lessons? Exactly. <laughs> Maybe like, somewhere around somebody around the office there taught him how to do it. You know, it was. It was and he so, drives in every one of those movies. He really yeah, does. Every one of the movies. Doctor Loomis says it. Maybe somebody around here taught him how to. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, number nine, and this is actually quite plausible, going with the Moral Crusader thing. Michael Myers is triggered by sex. Okay, so his first killing at six, his his, his sister was having sex, killed her. Uh, during the Halloween, the original Halloween, you know, we saw everybody who was getting ready to go out and uh, have a little whoopee, if you will, got killed by Michael Myers. The only person to survive? The whoopee-less. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Even in later movies, everybody who was uh, you know fornicating, they got the axe. Eh? 
Remember the uh, hot tub scene in number two? Yeah. Remember, you know, we can we can go through all of them, actually. Pretty much every one of them. Uh, part four. No, part five, sorry. Where the two in the barn. He gets them both at the same time. A little Jason yeah. Voorhees action. You know the only one that it didn't happen in? Which one? Part three. <laughs> <laughs> it's also um, the only one he what? didn't show up in. Dan Chalice probably had it coming to him. <laughs> If, if my, you know what would have been great? In hindsight, they would need to put out a director's cut of that and splice in Michael killing them. <laughs> Just so that way it works. It works out completely better. He even survived the nudity, by the way. Tom Atkins. Yeah. I don't know if I don't know if that's a direct uh, theory, uh, like, but it is plausible because I, I feel like that's part of it. You know, I feel like he's he just like Jason, angry about it. Jason Voorhees. He is. Uh, uh, the moral crusader, but in this case, yeah, maybe sex does trigger him. Yeah, Why not? No more than any of them. But part six, he was as much as I don't like that movie. That was some pretty brutal kills after it happens. This one's a stretch. Number ten is a stretch, but it's a fun stretch. And I'm going to explain their theory, and then we can go into it. So number ten, Michael makes an appearance in American Horror Story. Fans of American Horror Story remember little Michael Harmon. Constance's smiling, toe-headed little grandson, who might also be the Antichrist, a murderous, maybe supernatural little psychopath named Michael. Naturally, some have suggested that Constance might have bundled up her little angel after he gleefully murdered his nanny and moved them both to Illinois. Of course, that leaves a lot of unexplained. Where did his sisters come from, for starters? But it's fun to think about. So even they know it's a little <laughs> far-fetched. But that is a fun theory. How you know, awesome that would that be? You know, the only thing that it, there, there's something in there that's uh, you know maybe they thought about maybe they didn't when they wrote this, but um, the uh, cult season, yes, yeah, uh, took place in the in the Wallace and the uh, Doyle houses. They they filmed several episodes at those two houses. Uh, maybe maybe there's a little nod. You well, know, obviously, Michael Langan homage. wasn't in that ser- in that you know that season, but right. they did film. Several episodes, about four or five of them, took place in those two houses. Oh, that's pretty awesome. That's interesting. A little nod, a little yeah. homage. Yeah. And finally, because I said we weren't doing Null 12 because the last one is kind of, we've seen the new movie, so the last one in this came out before. So the last one was really proven wrong, so it's kind of out there. But number 11 is a fun one. And it comes back, bringing it full circle back to talking about Chucky. It says, number 11, Michael <laughs> Myers is Chucky. And this is what their argument is, and then we'll get into it. What if young Michael Myers was simply possessed by the spirit of Charles Lee Ray, making the Child's Play series a set of prequels to Halloween? Perhaps earlier that fateful Halloween night, Charles Lee Ray finally succeeded in using voodoo to transfer his soul into the unwitting carrier of little Michael. As absurd as absurd as it all sounds, there is a certain bent appeal to it. Well, it happened at the Anacita, Chucky, so why not? Right, right. I think it'd be kind of fun. <laughs> it's a kind of a fun. It's kind of a little fun... Uh... Uh, a, a theory. I know it's not plausible at all, but it's a fun one. <laughs> I've seen weirder. I've oh, seen yeah, worse. Yeah. But that was definitely a fun one. Wouldn't that be cool? We come to find out Charles Lee Ray is actually Michael Myers. Uh, <laughs> uh, My mind is blown. <laughs> I'm Michael. Want to play? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just thank God that never happened. Oh, uh, But what do you guys think? Do you guys have any crazy uh, theories about the Halloween franchise? Do you think some of these crazy things are more plausible than we did? Or do you think they're just as absurd? Remember, you can hit us up on all of our social medias, HorrorZone607 on uh, Facebook, and on Instagram and Twitter, at HorrorZone607, to join our conversation, because we want to hear from you. And we're going to go into the final segment, do uh, a couple things a little different, just to kind of... Put out in the universe where we're at. So we'll see you on the other side in the last segment.
Hey guys, welcome back to The Zone. We just want to take a second to let you know where we're at as a podcast, what we've got coming up, and say a couple of thank yous. Uh, so the first thing we want to do is we want to thank the Phosphines from Australia, and also Crimson Brethren from right here at the 607 uh, for letting us use their music. Uh, we've been playing them in between our commercial breaks. We love their music. Uh, we just want to promote them. And uh, again, you know, we want to get other people out there too, so send us your music, and uh, we're going to get it on the show. You know, we want to, we want to help you out too. Um, we also want to thank our friends at Three Fat Nerds and the Ocho Doro Parley Hour, hashtag ODPH, um, you know, for everything you've done to help us get off the ground with this Horror Zone site and, and this podcast. Uh, we're eternally grateful for everything you've done for us, and uh, we thank you. We thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, finally, just want to thank you, the listeners, for downloading and listening to the show each and every week. Thank you so much for supporting us. Uh, now we're going to ask you for your help, though. I want you to like our page. I want you to share our page on Facebook and other social media outlets. Review our page if you get a second and the podcast on the different formats that are out there. Let us know what you think and let us know what you think that could help us grow. Uh, you know, we want you to tell us what you want to hear in the future. We want to use your ideas. We, you know, we're here for you. You know, we like talking about this stuff, but we want to be here for you guys. So, you know, get out there. Let us know what we can do for you. Uh, you know, we also have some fun stuff coming up soon in the future. I'm going to let Rich talk about that, though. Oh, yeah. We've got some huge things going on. And I, I don't want to sound like I'm talking in circles because there's things that I cannot talk about currently. Uh, so it's going to sound like I'm talking in circles, but I'm not. I promise that it'll make more sense as it comes closer. One of those things that you've seen put up on uh, the HC, uh, our Horizon 607 uh, Facebook, and I do believe a little bit on Twitter, is we are going to be affiliated with Sci-Fi and Horror Festival in Oneonta, New York at the Foothills Performing Arts Center. Uh, yes, I do know that it's October 4th and 5th of uh, 2019, so it's almost a year away, but that's how sometimes you get booked is early. Uh, from the three, you know, from my original podcast the three fat nerd side of things uh and the overall as we do here the 8122 productions things trust me you're going to find out over time that there's a, a, a bigger things afoot if you will and uh but the, here's the thing it's a great con uh the three fat nerds we were a part of it last year when it was still author con dash para horror festival actually you know we, we we originally started getting the ideas for doing horror zone 607 and putting it together in those things so we actually started kind of uh not advertising because we did that at scaricon but we started to put the seeds in there at author con dash para horror festival so if anybody heard about those seeds when we were there awesome we have changed the the name uh the organizers have because obviously it's just easier to say sci-fi and horror festival and that's going to be awesome. Trust me, it's it's a worthwhile uh, venture. It's not far. You know, Oneonta is only pretty much an hour away. It's a fun time. It's a great venue. Great so, venue. Yeah. And there's so many awesome people. And there's things that we know about this event that, unfortunately, we can't announce. The announced date for the first big announcements is January 3rd from the organizers. We do know some of those announcements, but we are not. We're sworn to secrecy. So there's the talking in circles thing. And there's other things afoot, like I said, that we can't really talk about. But when we are, trust me, we will get into them with you. But I would ask you to go to Sci-Fi and Horror Festival's uh, Facebook page just by uh, searching Sci-Fi Horror Festival. And uh, like their page so you can stay up to date. Uh, it's a good, it's reasonable price. It's good fun. Trust me. Like I said, I know it's far out, but it's a good time to stay in the loop because uh, starting in January 3rd and going all the way until October, we are going to have some big announcements coming out. Um, trust me. you don't. If you're a horror fan, you don't want to miss it. Do not. Uh, so that's there's that. 
the other big thing that's coming down the pipeline and once again it's it, i am sorry for the circles part because obviously it's all in the works is that we will give you you hear us talk about what you hear mike see a lot talk about the website is which is our facebook page uh pretty soon there will be a website uh that will have uh reviews on it it will have probably blogs and vlogs as we go along every episode of the podcast will be on there uh it will it will be for horror zone 607 and for the three fat nerds uh network of podcasting we're going to be combining we'll let you guys know the information when it's out there right now we're in the process of designing it if you will and you know working out everything before we put it out to the public but before january 1st you will see you will, when we refer to a website Trust me, we will give you the website name and you guys can go ahead and punch it in. That's very exciting. I know uh, Mike is very excited about doing some real long-form reviews. I'm excited about doing some long-form reviews. Rafe is excited about doing long-form reviews. You you heard Luke's challenge last week where he said that if you put, send us uh, whatever, or two weeks ago, sorry, whatever horrible movies you want to make him watch. He's not kidding. He's not kidding. It send could be the him, worst thing ever and he'll love it. Send him the Facebook. He'll watch that and you know we'll put part of it on Facebook and we'll put up a bigger article on the website it's going to be cool for you guys so you can guys can see these really big uh uh reviews and vlogs of, of different movies that we're doing and watching it's a, a way to get everybody interactive on the three fat nerd uh, side of thing we have derek who's our movie guy he's going to be doing reviews of all sorts of different movies he can't wait he's chopping at the bed oh, when we started uh, announcing this he's 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 out here talking about buying a new laptop so he can <laughs> be prepared for this so all of us as a family over here at the what we call the 8122 Productions family, we're super excited. We're going to have this opportunity to bring a website to you guys. Like I said, we will give you the web address and everything when we go live. But trust me, we're working on it. By the 1st of January, you will see this definitely, if not a little bit before. But we're going to put the deadline of the 1st of January. You notice a lot of things are coming on the deadline. There's a reason behind it. Once again, I hate talking in circles. And I wish I, wish I could share everything I have with you guys. <laughs> I swear to God. I wish I could, but unfortunately we are sworn to secrecy by things outside of us that we have to respect, but it'll all make sense. Trust me in the very near future. Friend all the lawyers over here watching you oh, patiently, man. like Friend making sure lawyer. you're not messing up. Friend of the lawyer is going to unplug the equipment if I go any further. <laughs> he's, got, he's, got his, he's got his button on the power right now. But we have a lot of big things planned because we enjoy this, whether it's, like I said, whether it's the Three Fat Nerds net, uh, Network and Family or the Horizon 607 family, like I said, or like I said, we just umbrella umbrella ourselves, as you guys know, as 8122 Productions. And we are so so excited that we're going to be moving forward and doing a lot of awesome things together and we are excited to have you guys on board and i'm going to echo what mike said to to, to make sure that this is the thing is and we know what you guys want and we know what you see please man if you don't already like the horizon 607 page i'm asking you please like it there, you know if you're checking it out or whatever like and follow it doesn't it doesn't take much you know what i mean if you're liking what you hear, it takes one second if you've already done that and you feel comfortable and rate and review it you know give us that five star rating tell us you know why you like our reviews that are on the on the facebook tell us why people should listen to our podcast on our facebook that'd be awesome because it helps that algorithm you guys might not understand that uh certain people who do this will understand it but you might not understand that that really pushes us up on a list of like people who see us and really does help us spread out there, you know, share it with people, you know, when you see us put up a cool post or whatever, don't, don't worry. Just hit that share button and just send it out to your friends. Cause some of those people might not know us personally. Some of those people might not, you know, cause some of you probably don't even know us personally. They're listening to this. Go ahead and help us out there, man. And of course, Twitter follow, you know, follow like our stuff man uh we're gonna get better about the twitter game 
uh, for the Horizon 607 one. But, you know, hey, get it out there because we're going to post more stuff. We're going to get it out there and, and do things, you know. Same with Instagram. I, I, I know Rafe has been working on the Instagram. So, yeah. you know, I'm sure there's stuff out there. Make sure you do it. And for the, both of those, hey, let's get them out there. Hashtag HD607. You can do that on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It all makes sense. It all works. Once again, it's stuff that helps out the alg- algorithm and stuff that helps us get found. I'm going to share a little funny story for you. The reason why you hear the phosphines from Melbourne, Australia, all the way from Australia. They don't tour the U.S., None of that. They, they're they just from Australia. We are from the Binghamton, New York area, 607. It's not a clever, you know, name. You know, we're when we say the heart of the 607, we're in the heart of the 607. And we are, like, literally the farthest away from Australia. As literally. You possibly, that you could possibly <laughs> yes. be. Almost. Almost. I mean, I guess you – yeah. It's, well, it's, it's close. It's close. But no matter how you look at it, they looked – they were on Facebook one day looking through stuff that we had tagged. Uh, for the three fat nerds and found us asking that we hashtagged and stuff and tagged up asking for music so we could be on things like Spotify and stuff. And out of the blue, they emailed just because of what they saw. And so that's how crazy this actually works. So when you guys don't think, you you know, and I know I understand this because I used to be the same way. You guys might not think that sharing something is really helping because, oh, who cares? It might get that to the one person that's like, hey, you know, I got something I want to share with these guys. And that helps us out and it helps them out because now people in the United States are hearing, you know, even though it might not be a huge group yet, but they're hearing the phosphines for possibly the first time that they would have never heard the phosphines from Melbourne, Australia. Check out their website, phosphines.com.au. You know, if you're if you like it, what you hear. And how cool would it be to see them on the late show with Stephen Colbert someday or yeah. late night with Jimmy Fallon or whoever you know, or and be what, like they got their, they, doing it. They tonight got show their... Jimmy Fallon, excuse me. You know, and, and you heard him here first. Yeah, you heard him on eight one two two productions, man, in this country first. It's great. And I, it's awesome. And they're spreading our the word of nerd as as we like to say in three F N. They're spreading that all over Australia. Yeah. They've been tagging us in posts and everything else. So we thank them for that. And here we are in Horizon six oh seven is still part of eight one two two productions. So it's it's all beneficial. It's all beneficial official so i asked that also if you are listening to this podcast and you're not subscribed i I, first of all why not if you listen to this we have our own channel now all that you get on this channel is hc horizon 607 i I keep using our hashtag but all you get on is horizon 607 if you enjoy this and you listen to it every week just hit that subscribe button whether it's on itunes or apple podcast or uh spotify or you know wherever you get it i mean i understand some of you guys probably stream it too but you know you can still subscribe and stream and the best part is it's free it's free and it takes a second and it'll come to your phone or wherever you listen to us on automatically and the best part about that is it adds to the numbers for their algorithm it adds for them that so spotify might rank us a little higher and so somebody hits horror all of a sudden ooh, boom horror zone 607 is a little higher so you're helping us out you didn't even realize it and it didn't take you anything time it didn't cost any money also, on top of that, if you want to take it a step further, a lot of those places offer a rate and review. Go ahead. Feel free. That five-star rating, that thumbs-up rating, whatever. Say why you listen to the show. Because obviously there's a reason you listen to us. Hey, even if it's because you're friends with one of us, I don't care. It's still a five-star rating that says, hey, you know, I know these assholes. So listen to them. <laughs> I'm being serious. We're not. It, the, the reason why is because it helps us out. And it's just things that it's a call to arms, really. And I mean, we've done this before. If you guys listen to 3FN, we've done this before in the 3FN podcast. And it does help. And it's it's nice. It's, it's good. And we, we appreciate the support. One, no, no matter what, we just care that you listen. If you don't do any of that stuff and you're listening, that's fine with us. But if you want to help us out, that's how you can help us out. And you don't even have to spend a dollar. You don't even have to take very much time. Nope. Uh, so once again, thank you for listening. Please, please help us out. Make sure you like the Facebook page. Make sure you follow us on Twitter if you're doing Twitter. Make sure you follow us on Instagram if you're doing Instagram. Make sure you know to hit that subscribe button on wherever you get your podcasts. 
And if you have time to rate and review on any or all of them, please do. We super appreciate it. And yeah, that's that's all I got, Mike. But all right. Well, thanks for all the information there. I tried. I mean, there were some things, like I said, trust me, the things that I talked about in circles, I really wish I could tell you, but (laughs) it'll make sense because you guys don't have to wait long. It'll be within this month that I'm able to tell you. And I don't even know the full information yet, but I've got a little bit of a a taste of what's coming. So I I know a little bit of what's coming with this. And trust me, you guys are going to have fun with it. It's going to be awesome. It really is going to be absolutely. I can't wait until we can announce, you know, the guests that are going to be at this thing and. You know, once Scarecon starts booking for next year, hopefully we'll be in on that too. You know, it, th- these just, things are awesome. I'm just saying, there's just huge news. Like <laughs> even for even for our our family of podcasts, there's huge news about this, and it's just like I'm like I'm excited to see it. Like I've even seen a graphic of something that uh, that none of you are privy to that made me just like I didn't even realize that there was a typo in it originally. Oh, yeah, I'll yeah, give you that yeah, clue. Yeah. No, yeah. I was so stoked about what the graphic that that yeah. I was sent. That I missed the typo, and I'm supposed to be helping with something like that. Like, they asked me to proof it, and I'm like, uh, yeah, sure. You know, so that's 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 as far as I can tease. And then the typo did get fixed, but it yeah, was, just, it was at first, I'm just like, it's awesome. It's yeah. the greatest thing I've ever seen. And then I'm like, then about five minutes later, I'm like, but it's got a typo <laughs> and i felt not, like that's not how this works i, I felt like it, I, I felt like a dick when i did that because i our friends over there are so yeah. great but it no. just was it was so funny when it, when it comes out we'll tell the full story but that's the only little teaser i can give you without giving I, I, away yeah i think i think tiffany and you both realized it at the same time yeah i think so i think it was kind of funny but we were i was so stoked about it that i was like uh it's I, I, I didn't even notice it i didn't even bother <laughs> i didn't even i looked and i'm like yes and i'm like and then he puts it on like Oh yeah! <laughs> I just want to point out there is one typo. I I I feel like a dick of pointing it out, but I think we have to do that. But yeah, it's it's great. So I can't wait to announce all that stuff. But I know, I know, I'll stop talking in circles so we can close this out. <laughs> it's just so exciting. There's a lot of exciting things happening for the eight one two two productions family. Horizon six oh seven three fat nerds. All of us. We're bringing everybody along. Hashtag six oh seven podcast. Put that out in the world. We're out in this together. It's it's awesome. All right, guys, uh, that's going to do it for our show for this week. Uh, we will be back next week with some fun things. Uh, it's going to be December, so we're going to start with some Christmas-themed things uh, that deal with horror. Uh, you'll have to check it out and see what that's all about next week. But uh, it's going to be a fun show. Until then, I'm here with Ron. I'm here with Rich. I'm Mike C. This is Horizon 607. Thanks for listening. Have a good week, guys. Bye.